1: and i'm omar
2: welcome to our podcast help i'm sad today's episode is going to be a little different we're just going to talk about whatever is on our minds lately some of our episodes had been kind of heavy and we've been talking about like depression and anxiety and body image and all of that's great but sometimes you need a break <laughs> so that's what this episode is about if you're of the melancholy variety a nervous wreck or anything in between make yourself at home How has your month been?
1: Honestly, my month has been pretty pretty <laughs> top tier. Um Yeah, I went to a festival this past month, saw my muse. You may know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was just such a great energizer. Um LA was great. I got to record some music which is exciting yeah Uh, stepping out on like a passion project type of thing so yeah i'm just i'm living life that's good (laughs) feeling golden right now
2: (laughs) living life like it's golden yeah of course um it's been okay (laughs) i mean i say that every (laughs) time (laughs) but it's been okay i mean it's been more than okay it's been good i guess um
1: do you feel like you've been consistent a lot more consistent this month than you've have maybe less, last month
2: yeah i do think i've been more consistent um i've been consistent with working out i've been consistent with writing more which is one of my goals for 2022 yeah um and i think like i'm finding like that groove where like even though you may have a depressive episode or you may be depressed like doing the little techniques that i've learned in therapy to to help myself out of it or to like make it less intense i guess Mm -hmm. and kind of just keep going knowing that like it's a phase like it's a not a phase but like it's just a period a season and that it's going to i'm going to come out of it yeah because it's what always happens i always come out of it so i think it's been good good in that aspect um I don't know. I think I'm just trying to, like, as spring is coming, or it has come, it's been here. Um, I've been trying. It doesn't feel like it. I know. It <laughs> Where really we live, doesn't it does feel not like that. <laughs> feel like that's it at all. It's not cap like we just sitting right? here in springtime. I mean, it felt like it for, like, a couple of days, and then... Oh, yeah, and then it went are back. Just kidding. Yeah. 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 Spring card revoked. Right. I, like <laughs> I don't know what's
1: going on right. at all.
2: <laughs> and so, with spring coming, like, naturally, I feel more creative yeah. during that time, and... There's, like, a, a little seed of hope there that's, like, okay, maybe things will be better, like, um, but I think I've been using springtime to, like, really channel my creativity and be creative again, write again. Just do anything that's, like, creative to make life more bearable. Yeah. And, yeah. like, basically, springtime, I feel like, springtime and fall, I feel like, are great times to romanticize your life. I mean, you can romanticize your life anytime, but I just feel like it's just perfect times to yeah. do that yeah and so that's what i've been trying to do in like small ways like try to remember why like sometimes it's okay to be alive like (laughs) and it's not always painful seriously yeah
1: like those little reminders definitely help and i I, i'm I'm proud of you thank
2: you (laughs) okay so this is the part of the podcast where omar asks us two would you rather questions Okay, so what is our first question?
3: Okay,
1: so our first funny question this time is, would you rather win $25,000 or have your best friend win $100,000? Now, would you want me to answer first or you?
2: I want you to answer first. Okay,
1: well, (laughs) I respectfully, in my first mind, thought to honestly make my best friend win $100,000. Okay. Now, you know, I'm going to say, hi. (laughs) <laughs> because you, I would think they would just like give me some money, like part of it, yeah, or not even, not even like, like twenty five, not even half of it. Because really? my thing is,
2: but you're part of like a part. Would of them they winning. know
1: that the other option was given? Oh, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. So if they if they don't know then I'll probably ask for $25,000 just for, like, I ain't losing now. <laughs> or if they do know, then I'll be like, okay, I just need enough to cover all my bills and pay for my rent for, like, three months. And I'll okay. just, like, take care of the rest of myself, you know? Enjoy okay. the money, friend. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my, that's my okay. answer. I will give you the $100,000 <laughs> <laughs> in the hopes you. that you will help me up the <laughs> Of
2: course I would. Um, I would totally give you the 100000 And – Mostly because, like, obviously I'd want you to have the $100,000. Uh, <laughs> but also because 25000 like, yes, it's a lot to many people. Like, it's even a lot to me. Yeah. But, like, I just feel like 100000 would be better. And then also there's a second, there's, like, the off chance I might get half of it, which means I get more exactly. than $25,000. Exactly. It's, like,
1: four times <laughs> as much as 25000 Like, why are you not? Right. Yeah.
2: Also, I think if I... Was like, oh, give my best friend a hundred thousand dollars. Part of that could be like for a business or like whatever, and then it benefits both, both of us. Both of us, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> okay, the second um, harder question is a more serious question. Would you rather know the date of your death or know the cause of your death?
2: So I think I'd want to know the date of my death, and that was hard to think about because I was like. <laughs> I think, like, having the information about how I die would give me too much anxiety. Mm. There's, like, knowing that I'm going, like, obviously I'm going to die, but knowing the exact date, I feel like, in a weird way, there's, like, closure. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, knowing how I die, I'd be, like, trying to avoid stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or being, like, like, oh, my God, is this the moment? When I, or, like, I'm choking on food, and I'm like, oh, is this the moment that, like, <laughs> right. they told me I was going to choke right. on a piece of broccoli and die? I'm so like eating broccoli. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or, like, what if you, like, totally avoid broccoli then because you're like, oh, like, they told me I was going to choke on, and die on a piece of broccoli. But I feel like knowing the, the time also allows you to know, like, to, like, live your life to the fullest and to, like, say the things you want to say, do the things you want to do, um, cherish the time with certain people. And I feel like that's just more valuable than knowing how you die. Because I think it's in, like, human in us to want to, like, stop it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's inevitable, we'd want to stop it. And that just takes away from you living life, so. Yeah.
1: How about um, you? For, for a second, I was thinking that I wanted to know um, how I was going to die, just so I can, like, I think initially, like, yeah, we're going to want to, like, change how we're going to die. But, like, yeah. that's the whole point, like you can't change how mm-hmm. you're going to die. That's what we're going to tell you for just so you yeah. can just know, just to know. Yeah. I think I want to know because I think knowing when I was going to die, like you, I guess it will liberate you because you want to do more. But for mm-hmm. me, I feel like I'll be like, I know exactly when I'm going to die. And, and then it's a matter of who I'm going to tell. Like who am I gonna mm-hmm. tell when I'm gonna die? Because some people you just really can't trust. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're trying to like speed that up. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't got no time. I had no hit on my head. Yeah. Um, well, so
2: would you tell people? Because I think for me, I probably wouldn't tell people. I'd I would just keep it to family. myself. And just I'd probably like tell my
1: sisters, my my mom, and my dad. Just because. Really?
2: Well, what if they have a hard time? And like until like, what if you? Don't, it's like okay. So what if you get this opportunity now, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you're not. They tell you, oh, you're not gonna die until you're 72. Like, <laughs> and then they have to wait this are yeah. seventy two. I like. think
1: I, I probably won't tell my mom and dad at first, but I definitely tell my sisters. Yeah, like I feel like they want to know. Okay. Like, my brother's gonna die when I'm set. Like, and they'll try to figure out that when they're what, what age they're gonna be, and something like that. So, yeah, I feel like I'll tell them just cause we'll laugh about it. Cause I feel like <laughs> we really do have like a six, a sick sense of humor, yeah. a dark sense of humor when it comes to death. Yeah, I'm um, in grief, so they'll probably be the only people I tell. But outside of that, yeah.
2: yeah Yeah, i I think i I wouldn't wouldn't tell anyone like yeah like i wouldn't tell especially if i found out that i lived past my mom obviously i wouldn't tell them like maybe if they were like oh you're only gonna live till you're like 30 or something like then i'd be like oh i probably want to tell my mom just so she could just like be prepared i guess i don't i mean there's no way to prepare for that right but like i just feel like it would be
3: not easier it would just
2: be like it wouldn't be as much of a shock, I guess. Gotcha. And, like, we could, like, spend more time together, all that stuff, and, like, I don't know.
1: But I feel like if you tell her the time y'all spend together, even though you, you're you taking it as meaningful, you know, as it is mm-hmm. because you know there are time limit. if she knew, she would, I think, appreciate the time just as much. Although, I
2: think if we tell them, what if they try to stop it? Like, what if they try to just, like, somehow stop it the from Grand happening? The
1: Grand Reaper's telling us this. Like I'm imagining that. So like they are not
2: <laughs> I know, but like obviously we have to die a certain way. It's not like we're just gonna be like, no matter the circumstance, we're just randomly gonna die. Like right. there have to be circumstances that lead up to our death.
1: Like the like the um find destination stuff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like they might try to stop it. So maybe I just wouldn't tell anyone.
1: Yeah, no, I'm still telling. <laughs> You're like I can't keep this aside. <laughs> right. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I might oh, oh I didn't even say that. <laughs> <Miami>? <laughs>
2: So, I really like astrology. And I know some people, like, don't buy into it, right? But I kind of want to talk about our birth charts and, like, our big three. And if you guys don't know what a big three is, um, it's your sun sign, your rising sign, also known as your ascendant, and your moon sign. So, I've done my birth chart before, and I know what my big three are. Yeah. Do you know yours? I do. Okay.
1: Well hi guys um <laughs> i am a person who i mean i subscribe to astrology 75 percent of the time okay uh, 25 is just you know my own personal belief with god <laughs> okay so with that being said um my son is a gemini, cause okay, I yeah. a gemini. Yeah, because gemini, i am a gemini yeah he's because i am gemini may Geminis are something different
2: i've never um, i don't think i've ever met a may gemini
1: God bless you. <laughs> um and my son so my son's Gemini, my moon is Leo, and then my Mercury is also Gemini.
2: Okay. And what's your rising sign?
1: Oh, my rising. Uh I thought I knew that.
2: Oh wait. You said your rising is Sagittarius, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my son is Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my rising sign is scorpio and my moon sign is libra so the sun sign is your identity it's the essence that you shine out into the world it represents the vital force that drives you to seek the highest expression of your true self your sun sign is how you answer the question i am and how you experience life and express your individuality the moon is the soul behind your identity it is the subconscious side of yourself that you typically keep hidden and is the driving force behind your emotional reactions. Your moon sign helps you feel pleasure and pain, joy, and sorrow, and gives insight into how you nurture and restore yourself. Our rising sign, also known as um, our ascendant, is our social personality. It is how you dawn on people as it relates to the zodiac sign that was on the eastern horizon when you were born. Your rising sign represents your physical body and outward style. It is the manifestation of both your inner and outer world. So this is just a background on what the sun, moon, and rising sign means and how it kind of manifests in your personality and in your life. So do you feel like, you're, like your big three is accurate?
1: Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. I will concur that it's pretty accurate. Yeah. It's pretty accurate.
2: I think for me, I see it as accurate for you, but <laughs> for me, I don't see mine as accurate. Just my sun sign I don't agree with. Entirely.
1: Oh, I think I asked you off off air. <laughs> yeah, I'm not off air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what, why, did, why don't you feel attached to your sign? Okay, what's, so I what's, think... What's the, what's the disconnect?
2: I think for my sun sign, I feel like... First of all, I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions about Leos out there. Like, that they're, like, all selfish and all, like, about getting attention and stuff. And I'm just not that way. Like, I actually really don't like attention, like, it gives me anxiety, (laughs) and I don't like being, like, super sociable, which I feel like is associated with Leos, um, and I don't consider myself selfish, and the people around me don't consider me selfish, um, at least in the way that, like, it's commonly talked about with Leos, but, like, for me, the only way that I feel selfish is, like, I'll, I will set a boundary, and I will put myself first in certain things, and I think that's selfish, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Um, And I I like attention, but only from the people that I want it from. Like, I'm not someone who's going to walk into a room and want attention. It's just with the people I want my attention from. Yeah,
1: my familiars. Yeah. For sure.
2: And so for me, I just don't resonate with that completely. But there are certain aspects of a Leo that I do resonate with. Like, I think we're ambitious and we're leaders and we're loyal and we're honest. And that's something I do relate to. I don't know I just don't feel like that's like really me but I guess your sun sign is supposed to be like the highest expression of your true self so maybe I haven't reached my highest expression of my true self I do believe like if certain things happen in, didn't happen in my life I would be more of a like have those leo tendencies mm-hmm. like if I didn't develop anxiety I totally think I would be someone who would like uh, like I'd be more sociable and like attention but I agree because of how things have panned out in my life (laughs) i feel like i've strayed away from that and so maybe this is like my leo like being being a leo is like the the highest expression of my true self i just haven't reached it or i went down a different avenue and so now i like am not that anymore i don't know
1: yeah and so i think that 25 percent that doesn't subscribe to astrology i think only doesn't subscribe because I feel a level of limitations when we talk mm-hmm. about astrology because it's like oh i'm I'm only like passive because of my sign as a Gemini right versus breaking down while you're really passive when it's deeply mm-hmm. rooted into something else differently. you know what I'm saying yeah, so after healing and stuff like that, I feel like this, your expression of your sign on your like on a higher plane higher self thing is makes more sense,
2: I feel like Leo's are very like charismatic. and like that is so not me like i just don't feel like that's me like i'm not i'm just there like that's what i feel like and i feel feel like leo's you you always feel their presence and they're like charismatic what
1: what do you say say, do you ever feel like you could like what's the word like express a level of charismatic
2: i think i could on a small scale meaning like in my relationships i think i am that way like i'm when like in relationships i'm comfortable with i'm very like expressive and like funny and like a little bit more outgoing yeah but like when i think of leos i think of leos that are like walk into a room and they light up the room and they're like telling jokes and they're like trying to talk to everybody and that's just not
1: me i think that's i think that's like leo i think the leos have like the extroverted group Mm -hmm. mostly in y'all in y'all pack <laughs> so, like the introverted Leos are just like, we're yeah, we're here too. We right? are. all We're here.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. um But I do resonate with like being a fire sign. Like I do think I have a fiery side to me, and like I'm very passionate. Um, but I just don't see those other parts that are associated with being a Leo for I'm me. An
1: air sign. So I feel yeah. like the flow, ebb and flow, is like my thing.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and I feel like that's, like, we talked about this off of, like, (laughs) recording it, but, like, I feel like that's why we vibe so well is because our big three connects because, one, we both have the same elements. Like, I have air because I have a Libra in moon, and then you have Gemini in sun, and we both have fire in our charts, and I just feel like that just makes a lot of sense for us. And the things we connect on is, like, (laughs) they're, like, I feel like they're characteristically the things that yeah like they just make sense and so i think i think this like our friendship is like very air signy in the sense that, like, we don't need, like, we're not like super clingy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we kind of like want space, and we, but we come back. To we each come other. back together. Yeah. <laughs> we're like,
1: yeah. I can see the fire in yeah. <laughs> the air, like swirling around in a perfect ball. Like we're like airbenders. <laughs> 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 we're just casually meeting up to exchange wisdom and and, and things, and we'll just right. flourish around and go by respective ways.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I think like that works for us because I think for some, like, I've had friendships in the past where it's like, oh, why don't you talk to me all the time? And I'm like i didn't realize i had to (laughs) i'm sorry i didn't realize that was like required and i understand that need i'm not like putting it down like some people need that um but for me i just feel like that's why our friendship is so strong and so good is because like it's that air sign element where we're kind of like aloof but like not too aloof and then we can like Come back, like I don't know how to explain it. it Just yeah. feels like like air, how it just flows around and like it just goes in whichever direction. I feel like that's us.
1: We kind of like look at each other, and just know like it's yeah. the, today's the day, today's right? the day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> act accordingly, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. the act accordingly.
2: Part is very true. Yeah. Um. So, I said my moon was in Libra, and yours is in
1: um. I forget. Um 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 um. Mine is in Leo. Oh yeah, Leo. Yes.
2: So, it says our moon is our the soul behind our identity. Do you feel like that relates to you? Like, do you feel like the soul behind your identity is a Leo?
1: Um. So, reading what, um, my moon is in Leo. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a short description. I'll read it for you guys. Um, brave knows how to take risks and possesses the courage of conviction honest imposing and sharp he has a great sense of and respect for justice organizational mm-hmm. sense selective friends but not very overly influenced by them taste for splendor um and it, it says possible potential issues is changing and numerous uh affections uh, emotional demands and proud um uh, emotionally demanding and proud um and that's pretty much it. So I think re- reading that reading that I f- definitely feel like yeah, that's probably like my moon for sure. Mm-hmm. Cuz I I I have <laughs> <laughs> I haven't known to myself th- to take a lot of risk for the sake of having access. Yeah. <laughs> and not really um realizing the repercussions or like the possible warning signs of you know, being that brave. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I agree. That moon that moon Leo resonates. Resonates for sure. How about you? I think... Were your moons in what again? Libra. Okay.
2: I. So before, like, I found out about birth charts and stuff, I was like, oh, I just hated telling people, like, oh, I'm a Leo because I didn't want them to think, like, oh, I'm, like, self-centered and stuff. And then i did my birth chart and i found out i was libra moon i looked it up and i was like oh my god this seems like more like me like this seems more like who i am like when you really know me and so like i think for me i identify with libra more um so it says born with the moon in libra you are likely to have a deep need for peace and harmony in your life libra is an air sign governing communication the exchange of information or ideas and the protocols around which relationships occur accordingly you may find that you have an innate need to connect with the world around you and may have a talent for creating rapport with others that is false (laughs) um and i know libras are like about balance because it's like the scales and i find my find that to be very true about myself like it's not even like it's like physically i need things to be balanced too like it's super weird but like i find that like i need things to be synchronous and like yeah. things to like if one way what's the word like um I need things to match kind of so like if I have like something on one side of the room I need it to be on the other side like what's symmetrical yeah symmetrical that's the word I'm looking for I need things to be symmetrical yeah and that's like partly like a characteristic like not even just like physically but like emotionally mentally like you need that is balance that os-
1: is that part of, like the OCD or probably or the, and I believe that <laughs> a- or the ADHD what's A D what's the difference <laughs>
2: ADHD is with like attention deficit gotcha but um I may dabble I knew that I don't know right
1: (laughs) (laughs) but I I definitely do
2: think like my anxiety does like contribute to like the symmetrical thing like needing things to look a certain way but um it says this need for balance and harmony in your life extends from your personal environment to your social life and all the relationships you have with others you're likely to be a natural peacemaker with innate diplomatic and negotiating abilities You are probably adept at seeing things from another's point of view and can be counted on to both listen when needed and offer objective advice when required. Your instinctive ability to get on with others can make you popular and gracious in most situations. You are likely to be quite a social individual, respected for your reasonable, fair-minded approach to life. And so, obviously for the social part, let's just Uh, ignore that. But (laughs) for the res, I definitely agree. With most of it. And, like, I am a social person just, like, with the people I want to be social with. Yeah. But I definitely agree with, like, the need for harmony and um, being objective and, like, fairness and balance. That is very me. Like, when we talked about character I strengths, I think it was up there on, like, top oh, yeah. five when I was, like, fairness the, the, the or something. We
1: per 16 personality. Did we do that? No,
2: here? it was the, what's it called? I think it was, like, 24 character strengths oh, or something yeah, like we, that. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, We did that.
2: I, Justice was one of them. And that's like a major thing for Libras is like justice and like fairness. And that's something that I definitely resonate with. I also think um, I resonate with the fact that Libras can offer their opinions or like their point of view um, from an objective standpoint. And I feel like that's very much me, which sometimes can infuriate people. But for me, I just feel like it's a great quality to have.
1: You no, know, no, I do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I try not. I, well, I, I do all the time. But when I try not to, that's when I feel like I'm going against myself and whoever I'm advising at mm-hmm. the time. Because, like, I feel like when you're not speaking from an objective sp- standpoint, when you're giving somebody advice, you're speaking from, like, an egotistical place. Mm-hmm. Like, you're projecting yeah. how you feel About yourself onto someone else, right? Wishing or just telling
2: that person what they want to hear, which does no one justice. Like it doesn't help anyone. I
1: think that's probably why I don't have a whole lot of ton of friends that are like, (laughs) (laughs) "I'm not gonna (laughs) tell you anything." Right. I'm not gonna tell you anything. (laughs) Right. Have you looking at a fool? Exactly. Yeah.
2: So I think like obviously that's the way we connect, but I also think that's why I feel more connected to like the Libra Moon aspect of myself. Okay. So for our rising sign. Yours is Sagittarius, right? And mine is Scorpio.
1: Yes. Um, With my ascendant is in Sagittarius. I'll give you a quick little description what I have. Okay, Sagittarius rising people have opinions about everything, and they just love telling others exactly what they are. (laughs) (laughs) Not all people with this position are outgoing folks. But they all have a way of moving about that at least excludes a certain level of confidence, exudes a certain level of confidence. Some might even call them naive or overly optimistic. Even the quiet ones don't shrink from life and from experience. One of the most obvious and enduring traits of Sagittarius rising is their willingness to keep up a sense of humor, even when they're feeling low, they may, they manage to find a, a humor in life and have fun with whatever they do. The placement of Sagittarius rules planet Jupiter, which will give more cues to how they go about expressing themselves. Um, Jupiter is Capricorn, for example, might give more sarcastic approach, but under their, underneath there lies a mismistakable unmistakable hope and spirit for a living um yeah that's pretty spot on yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty spot on <laughs> i i am very sarcastic yeah i am i can be overly optimistic i get i can see how people can perceive us as, as being naive mm-hmm. um yeah we play that um <laughs> uh, and yeah so that that's pretty spot on honestly I can't even. Can't even lie. I do like to talk about everything. Yeah. I know, based off my wisdom, internal wisdom, that I, I shouldn't talk about everything. <laughs> everything ain't my business. But right. I get that. Yeah. So, How, so what's your? Mine is ascending? Scorpio
2: rising. <sighs> and if you're a Scorpio rising you may come off as mysterious quiet and alluring (laughs) it's not always a sexually charged charm although it can be scorpios have a reputation for being the most sexual sign of the zodiac so your inherent sensuality may intimidate others when they first meet you most of the most of the time there's so much going on behind that cool pristine face that people want to know more and can't stay away (laughs) rising scorpios are intense and you have your reasons You've likely had some experiences that have caused you to put up your guard, especially if you have other Scorpio influences in your chart. This sign is ruled by both the warrior Mars and Pluto, the lord of the underworld, which explains some of the intensity. <laughs> and I definitely agree with this so much. Like, especially the part where it's like you may come off as mysterious, quiet, and alluring. Yeah, I've gotten that, like, my whole life. Like, everyone's just like, you're so mysterious. And I'm like, I'm really not. Like, <laughs> but i see how i can come off that way just because i'm quiet yeah and so people don't know enough about me so they're like oh that's mysterious and i'm like or they always think i'm aloof like they don't know what i'm thinking or like people always wonder do you even like me i'm like (laughs) yes i do if i wouldn't be here if i didn't like you i wouldn't be around you
1: i have a friend that does that to me like i don't know why you even like friends with me i don't know why you even care for me i'm like
2: you're fishing for a compliment.
1: No, I'm, just kidding. I, 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 I'm feeling like that. I'm like, right. I don't know why either. Right. Like, should we just cut this now?
2: <laughs> and this is why I said this is another example of why it makes sense. You are brutally honest. That is something I would totally say. I'd be like, you know what? We're done because you're now you're annoying me.
1: Because, okay, but then like I'm saying this to you, I'm being this blunt to you, but like yeah. in the moment they're like, oh, so you know, like of course I to be your friend. Like of course. <laughs> what? Why do you keep? Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> But in my mind, I'm just like, what the heck? like? I'm doing what I can, <laughs> right? Mentally and emotionally, like, yeah, take it,
2: yeah. So I think it definitely makes sense for me that I have a Scorpio rising. I just feel like it's so funny to me that like so many people have told me that like they just That's I've crazy. also been told never heard
1: that for, like for you or yeah, for yeah, you.
2: Oh, I've so so many people have told me that, and they also said like they can't read me, like they don't understand what's going on (laughs) (laughs) in my brain like they're like um and so i never want to make people feel uncomfortable but like that's just like how i am yeah and then the part where it says like um most of the time there's so much going on behind that cool pristine face i'm like that's true because like although i'm very expressive with my facial expressions i can also be very closed off in the sense that like i could be zoned out and you won't even know it (laughs) <laughs> or I could be like having certain feelings, but you won't even realize it. Like, remember, I think I told you in a couple episodes ago that I told my my primary doctor that I had anxiety, and she was like, "Oh, I never would have guessed. You always seem so cool and relaxed." I'm like,
1: "See, and that's my biggest fear." Don't and I'm tell like, me. "What are you
2: talking <laughs> about? Like, if you could know what's going on in my mind, like, yeah. and that's another thing. Like, you can't usually you can't see. Like, most people when you think anxiety, you think of someone who looks flustered or whatever." Yeah. And I've never looked that way, so when I tell people that, they're always shocked. And I'm like, "Well, it's called having a facade. It's called faking it till you make it." Oh yeah. And that's what I do very well. Yeah, yeah. And so I definitely can relate to everything that was said here.
1: Yeah, my I had I grew up with two Scorpios in the house, so mm-hmm. I kind of get the quiet nature that comes off. Yeah. Some other ways, but yeah, yeah, all are pretty, pretty cool, <laughs> I guess. <laughs>
2: yeah. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.
3: In
1: That concludes our segment on prenatal charts. Um, for those that feel the same way about the 25% about astrology and you still want to kind of understand who you are as a person, I recommend the 16 personality test. That's another good one. Um, I did it twice. I did one, like, maybe 2019. It was like, it came up. Is that IN... the Meyer Briggs one? Yeah. I think yeah. like the INFP. Or something
2: yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, So I I'm had... an ISFJ. <laughs> I was an INFP infp but then i i took it again like recently recently and, mm-hmm. I, and it changed to something else like a more architecture type okay. type of thing so i'm thinking that's part a part of my evolution yeah i took it serious like when i took it both times so take that test let us know what you get guys get if you aren't into astrology um so
2: yeah, yeah okay so i wanted to check in with you and see how your search for a therapist was going if you started it or
1: not. oh yeah um so you're tasking me to be honest so i'm going to <laughs> i have not been okay. looking for a therapist actively um and here's why one i am back in school yeah um and trying to find like the, like the routine that mm-hmm. kind of makes sense for what i got going on and still working a full-time job and doing this podcast and traveling and, you know, just those yeah. hands. Um, And then there's a part of me that still makes up excuses, like, black people don't need um, therapy. Like, I still, like, in my, like, the it's a small, tiny one. I don't really pay attention to it, but I know it's there. And so I feel like that's a, another reason why I made excuses not to look further. Yeah. And I've t- tacked on going back to school. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just to, I don't know. I'm working on it. So maybe next month when you ask me again, <laughs> I'll have be a step closer. <laughs> um, I really, really... Let me speak some things to existence because I really, really want a black male doctor.
2: Yeah, you should get one. You should find black one.
1: A black male therapist. So if you're listening to this as a black male therapist and you want to... <laughs> um, help, a help, a bro- help a brother out. Help a brother out. You know? Hey, I'm here. Um, but yeah. Next month, I'll, so I'm going to make it my priority to um fish for a a doctor because i need one for sure yeah thank you for asking honestly yeah
2: (laughs) i was just checking because i was thinking about how the only way i'm doing therapy like is that like if i didn't find a black female therapist i wouldn't be in therapy
1: and see and i i tried to do therapy one time and i had like a, a white uh female therapist and i mean I felt like as soon as I went saw her, it wasn't anything that she did wrong or she wasn't intimidating or anything yeah. like that. It was just a, it was a part of me that was just like. You're not going to get yeah, it. Yeah, you're not going to. Yeah. Right. There's certain parts and of And don't
2: yeah. let you give me advice that isn't in no way applicable to my life or my lifestyle okay, or, or my culture. a
1: space and place to hear it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and not rebuttal. Right. And I don't want to be that type of person that always like has something to say to the therapist that's trying to help you. Like yeah. I understand that aspect. So I'm just like I always wanna be in a space, like I wanna be completely open, tell you everything, gut it out. Right. And get just something like, come back and hopefully it'll you know.
2: Therapists can be empathetic, like no matter their race or ethnicity, but there's a different level of empathy that comes with someone who can identify with your race and ethnicity and yeah. even your gender. And that's something that I like really value. Because like sometimes you just need to go into therapy and be like, I can't handle this job anymore because these white people. Like it's just real. That's just how yeah. it is. Yeah. And I would, I personally would feel uncomfortable talking to a white. Or sure. Because <laughs> like, because like my <laughs> thing
1: that. is, I'm always, I've always tried to be, I always try to be cognizant of who I'm around. Yeah. Even when if I like don't really care who I'm around, yeah. just because. I know that's important. Like yeah. representation is always going to be important. So when I'm around my white friends, I can't say certain things, and I be ha- like, I have to catch myself like <laughs> before I <even laughs> open my mouth. Where are you at? <sighs> okay, yeah, and that's, and that's I was really good at that because I was about to go on a tangent to something else that right. really bothered me over this whole
3: okay.
2: weekend. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just I think you should like when you're ready look and then definitely like no matter how hard it is because it took me a second to find a black female therapist i was like i know you guys have to exist and you have to be in my proximity
1: right (laughs) you have to be and the
2: thing is she's like 30 minutes away but it's worth the drive yeah so it's like and even now like she like moved so now it's like even further well no she moved to another state like to (sighs) california oh my god so it's just like we just do like the telehealth thing or whatever yeah we just do it through the computer virtually that's where we are in 2022 but
1: do you feel do you see and i don't want to do that either
2: i thought i wouldn't like it either so during the pandemic yeah you know at first everything was like closed and so she was like oh well i offer like you can do it virtually and i was like "Mm, let me think about it because i was like i just feel like it's weird like it's already weird for me to walk in and talk about it so like doing it through the computer i felt like it would be even weirder but then hear
1: me (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm thinking about
2: <laughs> but it wasn't that hard to get used to and i actually prefer it now mostly because <laughs> i don't want to leave the house <laughs> but because like it's also helpful when you're in your comfortable space like your safe space yeah. where you can talk about it and you don't have to be like oh now i have to drive home crying or i have to sit in this office on the verge of tears or whatever yeah or walk out with like tears on your face, you're like, this is awkward, to the person in the waiting room. Like, there's no waiting room, so gotcha. it's, like, it's nicer to me in that aspect.
1: Um You're selling it to me, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think <laughs> online might be a little better. Yeah. A little easier, because, like, face-to-face, I ha- have to interact every day. And I feel mm-hmm. like the person I'm supposed to be giving my soul to, if you're <laughs> not my spouse, I just feel like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're selling it to me. I'm I'm gonna look into it, guys. I'm yeah, gonna look into, you into
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was just like living my life.
1: Like thinking
2: be. about <laughs> yeah, like what it like because I'm getting older, right? I feel like for the most part I know who I am. I know what I like, I know what I wanna do, I know what I don't like, which is just as important as knowing what you do like. Okay. And the one thing I can't pinpoint <laughs> is my aesthetic, but that's mm. okay. Because I was thinking, I was like, can you have more than one aesthetic? And then are you too old for certain aesthetics? And then are you too young for certain aesthetics? Like See? in my head, I was just like, what's my aesthetic? And then I was like, we should talk about this because I feel like, I don't know, maybe it wasn't during the pandemic, but it's just been like a thing now. But like, I just feel like everyone's making everything an aesthetic and it's like, like there's dark academia there's light academia there's cottagecore mm-hmm. there's like so, many, there's different so things. many different things and i'm like so can anything be an aesthetic and then
1: what what are ours so <laughs> honestly i aesthetics is uh is my aesthetic right now at 26 is still questionable okay, right <laughs> very questionable but it's not as questionable as my <laughs> My aesthetics in high school, middle school, elementary school. That was such a dark time like, for just, everyone, I feel really like. We're really not going to talk about it. And it's like, we I like.
2: Just, on social media, I just think, like, there's these middle schoolers, and they have, like, cute aesthetics. When I was in middle school, I looked busted. We
1: looked like who did it and why.
2: Right. <laughs> We make very questionable choices. I, felt... I don't think we were trendy, even though there Mm-mm. were trends. Somehow we weren't trendy. We weren't following Mm-mm. the trends correctly. No. That's just how I remember things.
1: Yeah, no. We definitely weren't. And I, yeah. I just remember. Even in high school, I don't think lot. it was trendy. I don't remember. Like, I, I remember either you have a professional look or you have, like, a, a cool cool mm-hmm. look. And I ain't know what the cool look was other than jeans and a t-shirt. Right. <laughs> 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 like, like, so mine said it growing up was horrible. Right now, I'm just not getting together. Still, I pro- it's probably not the best. Like, <laughs> I probably could step my game up a little bit more. But mm. at this point in my in my juncture, but <laughs> peace of mind is the thing I'm trying to maintain. So we're gonna have to maintain the style later in line, Later on in life, and I feel like in your 20s, you're still like figuring it out. Like yeah. figuring you know you have a good idea in your late 20s, you have a good idea of who you are, but you're still figuring it out. You try to settle in.
2: It's not permanently sealed yet, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like you still have some clothes in your drawer, like right. dress that you know you should not be wearing, but you can't. You have like and you can't let go, right? You have attachment to it, so like until you get over that attachment, <laughs> right? There's like a level of like just ignorance you're just living in. Um,
2: do you feel like your style has changed since high school, or do you feel like it's just like slightly evolved? Because okay. I know for me in high school. I dressed up, like, for, like, the first two years, I was, like, cute. Like, I dressed up. I wore skirts. I, like, did stuff. I actually woke up. I set an alarm to curl my hair with a flat iron. I did that because my hair was permed. Okay. I did that. Now, 25-year-old me, for what? Why would I do that?
1: That's crazy. Not aside
2: from, like, being, like, my hair natural and stuff, but I'm not even putting makeup on. For what? Like, i just like, my aesthetic is just rolled out of bed. And I'm here, right? Exactly. Be grateful. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, I, yeah, no, my high school aesthetic was was poor. It was one really? out of ten. It was. See, I think I did I think better that,
2: in high school than I'm doing now.
1: No, I did. I'm doing way better now than I did in high school because I didn't. I honestly didn't. Feel fit. Like I didn't feel like I fit in my body. I didn't feel okay. I think I had the dysmorphia. Yeah, That's I had true. That I had the hardcore. same issue. Yeah. Yeah and I didn't and I was like in denial about it. So like mm-hmm. you got what you got. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just disappointed in how I went how I represented myself right. during that time because I just didn't know. And so yeah, now I'm more I'm more of like a I guess I, I'm I hurt preppy. Like I I don't mm. do like um crew necks. Right. And I'll do a lot of sweats. Yeah. But like I'll try to like do like solid colors, you know? Like yeah. kinda like make it I feel like I, L, I got LA vibes. I've been to LA this past <laughs> month and I just I fell in love. I think I got LA vibes for sure.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me like there was a distinct moment in high school where I realized that I like I didn't have to dress up to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> i know that sounds bad but i realized that i could wear like yoga pants nearly every day and i would still be cute yeah i was like there's no turning back what's the point (laughs) i'm still cute
1: was this midway midway into high school did you figure this out yeah
2: it's like junior year and then from there on out if i can still walk out the house and still have somebody look at me in sweats what's Hmm. the point
1: i mean you can pull (laughs) you can pull anything at this point
2: And my hair is a mess. What's the point? Yeah. There's just really no point. I don't need it.
1: (laughs) You don't see the point. It may be a point. You just don't see it. It's all right. I'm not going to try to make you see it either because I don't see it. Yeah. I'm in a sweats too. Like, what's the point? (laughs) I feel like there's a a point. You keep saying it and I feel like there's a point. I just don't know what it is. I can't argue with it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So my style from high school was definitely, I think, kind of along your lines. Like, it was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I wore, like, bright colors, which is very against...
1: Which you are now. (laughs) Yes, man. Guess who I am now. (laughs) I was going to see your high school pictures. I don't think I, I don't think, because here's the thing. Me and E.C., we grew up together, like, as babies, (laughs) and then through, like, (laughs) elementary school, and then, like, middle school and high school, we, like, kind of just, like, parted ways. Yeah. So I don't know who she was in high school. <laughs> and so I feel like I knew to see these neon And we parted pictures. ways
2: because I was busy all the time. That's true. Frank. I yeah. was always doing volleyball. And the most, the reason why I dressed up was because we had to dress up. I don't know if like other high schools did this, but you had to dress up when you had a game that yeah. day. Yeah. And so I had to dress up on those days and I had like games maybe twice a week, once a week, really? twice a week, I think. And so twice a week I had to dress up.
1: Got you.
2: And so on those days I would be cute. I would like wear a skirt and stuff because I was like dressing up. Like I'm not gonna show up to school I wish in dress I pants. We did sometimes. You don't remember? Yeah, we
1: did. Yeah, we did. Like sometimes it wasn't like every day. Like I wanted yeah. to see you every day.
2: Yeah. Like, how hey, do you see <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, my style was just very like I don't know. I just feel like it was just quintessentially that time period was my style. Like I was just like in Forever 21 picking out stuff that looked cute. But now, I feel like I've come into like my style is very like me yeah but also still slightly
1: what trendy would you name it
2: i don't know whatever the style is where it's like
1: off corporate like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: like it's not corporate okay, okay like like i would wear like use
1: like five words to describe your aesthetic what okay five words okay would you describe i your can do that aesthetically
2: okay so academia okay so think books think writing Got think
1: you. i'm here
2: novels think you Library. know typewriter Right. Just those are the images that you get for that one. Time I new would Roman. say
1: time zero. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're just saying words.
1: <laughs> I'm getting aesthetic.
2: Okay, so that's one. And the thing is, like, I ch- truly believe you don't have to have more than, like, you don't have to have just <laughs> one aesthetic, because, like, I think some people are like, oh, I have to find my aesthetic and has to yeah, be one. Yeah. But for me, I've realized it's like it depends on the day, the mood, whatever, like whatever season, like yeah. whatever. So that's one. That's like majority of me, <laughs> and then there's like the light pink aesthetic, and like the pastel aesthetic, and that's just when I'm really? like, I know. I, ne- I don't
1: see that aesthetic. I know. Someone, can you describe this aesthetic for me? I need to see this. It's, I need to it's just it in like my head.
2: it's like soft things, like flowers and wow clouds, and like you know, it's just like soft, like pastels. Like I don't know. Like there is that side of me that likes it because there's a side of me that is very like. Growing up I was very against that. Yeah. So like as an adult, I feel like I'm embraced that and I feel like a lot of women go through that. Yeah. And then as a black woman I felt like I couldn't embrace as a black girl. I felt like it was weird to embrace like the pastel like soft side yeah. because it's not typically associated with black girls, I feel like. Mm. And so yeah. And then I have like the earth tone aesthetic. So you're gonna see me in greys, you're gonna see me in greens, you're gonna see me in browns, you're gonna see me in blacks. You know, like yeah. that's creams, that's yeah. the other aesthetic, and that's kind of like the earth tones also goes with like the nature aesthetic, so think forest, think mountains, think hiking boots, even though I wouldn't Rivers wear them, and it's just the look, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly I love, Rivers. It. I love it, yeah, so that's three, um, the fourth one would probably be like an edgy aesthetic, okay, so like maybe just like black. <laughs> Okay. I think that's also an aesthetic. And then um another one would be not just like personal not just personal style. I would say like just like I don't know how to explain, like homie lived in vibes. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's just very like it's like kind of cottage core but not. So it's like dark cottage core. I okay. don't know if that makes sense. It's yeah. very like if you walked into a house and it smelled like coffee, but I don't drink coffee, but then there's also smell of cookies and there's arches. And there's comforters, and there's a fireplace, and there's a bookcase. And there's flowers. Yeah, but the flowers fire. are, like, slowly dying. Like, that's,
3: <laughs> that's the you. aesthetic. I got aesthetic. Like, I got okay, it. maybe
2: the aesthetic is, like, warmth. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, like, hodgecore. Like, it's cozy. Love. Cozy, that's what it okay. is. Cozy. That's okay. the aesthetic is cozy.
1: I love that. Yeah. I love that for you. So, what are your five? My five. Okay, so, this, my aesthetics are not in any particular order, so <laughs> Right. do not trap me into a. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we'll go to the first one we'll just knock it out the park with a professional look Yeah, we like suits, we like ties we like bows and mm-hmm. whatnot, I don't often wear it but because of my Christian background and church yeah going, you gotta look a certain just, way it just, just just hits every time, mm-hmm. I like going to weddings and I like looking like nice for weddings and stuff mm-hmm. okay, professional second one Right now, we're really having to the nature, holistic vibes. We're getting into that acoustic, like lofty brick wall. Yeah,
2: yeah, we're there. I see that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Third. Um. Black. Mm-hmm. all black everything yeah black pants black hoodie <laughs> black shoes black socks black underwear black everything black also glasses.
2: with black i also want it to be like the color but also the race so include like oh yes brown everything that's black like everything chocolate melanated. love everything yes. yeah
1: everything black love <laughs> yes 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 yeah. <laughs> yes yes yes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just getting excited about black love okay so yeah black everything um my fourth aesthetic Green. Don't ask me the primary colors. Right. I don't well, I know that. I said primary <laughs> think I knew what it was. Right. But I think it's I think it's yellow, blue, and green. Yellow, sure, let's red. go with that. I'm trying to do brighter colors. Okay. So like, like I said, yellow, like uh, greens. Uh, that's earth tone. Um, just the brighter colors, mm-hmm. brighter all around. High on the yellow because yellow's just. You don't see the. I don't feel like I see the sun enough. (laughs) Okay. I just try to be be the sun Mm -hmm. and wear as bright as yellow I can. Um, and then my last aesthetic, um, is like cloud. Like I have a so I'm in a one bedroom apartment, and I've been there almost five years. Honestly. and never missed a rent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Consistent. Right. <laughs> I'm proud of myself on that end. But okay, so I made my one bedroom apartment basically into a studio. And so mm-hmm. like the one room is like a studio. Right. Like a studio space. So like I had a cloud wall, I had um a desk. I had like um like a vinyl wall. I have a I have a record player which I'm really, really obsessed with. So like I guess the seventies, eighties vibe. Like yeah, that, kind of mid-century. Like, uh, what is it? Hippie, hippie vibes? Yeah, I, mid-century. I definitely get that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely there. Those are my aesthetics.
2: Yeah. Right I also now. would like to add, because I've been thinking about other aesthetics, because you said uh, clouds or whatever, and yeah. it made me think of, like, ethereal. Mm. So, like, just, like, for me, I just picture, like, light coming through a window, and you, like, see the sunbeams. Like, my
1: mind right. doesn't, like, click and process that you're, like, English major, so you and these words... Right. <laughs> I'm just like, that's perfect. <laughs> well, come on, Izzy. <laughs> so
2: like there's like I think it would kinda of be grouped with the pastel thing. Yeah. So like light airy, yeah. um kind of like the moon. Yeah. Also like um angels. Yeah. I don't know, just things that are very like heavenly and like ethereal and like yeah. otherworldly, I guess.
1: Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: I just have so many like things like I just feel like I want so many things to be me. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Help, I'm Sad. If you liked what you heard and want to support the show, please subscribe or follow and share the podcast with family and friends. Also, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps our show.
1: And we would love to create a community for Help, I'm Sad listeners. So, don't be shy. Interact with us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Help am Pod and on Twitter at Help am Sad pod.
2: We will be back next month with another episode.
1: Until then, love, light, and peace.